0: You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Sprott Money News.
1: Well, hello once again from Sprott Money News and SprottMoney.com. It is Friday, March the 29th, end of the first quarter already of 2019. This is your Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us as usual is Eric Sprott himself. Eric, good morning.
0: Hey, Craig. What a very interesting week we had uh, this week and uh, uh, lots of things to talk about in the big macro.
1: I suppose that is true, and uh, end of the quarter being the optional terms there. Uh That also does place us very close to the tax deadline here in the U.S. If you're uh, kind of holding off till the end and you're looking for additional deductions, you can always fund an IRA account. And here for our American listeners, did you know that you can add physical gold and silver to your IRA? Just open your self-directed precious metals IRA account with Sprott Money before that April 15th filing deadline. Sprott Money is associated with a company called New Direction Trust, makes it all happen. So just simply give us a call at 888-861-0775. You can open your own self-directed IRA account with Sprott Money and own physical precious metal. And man, oh man, uh, you and I love our physical precious metal, but they do not love that paper derivative precious metal at this point. If I guess if that's even a term, uh, we're down about $10 on the week in gold. It sure feels worse than that. Silver's down about 30 cents. Like we said, it, it's the end of the quarter and the April contract, which was the front month was going off the board and the positions need to be rolled out of those into the June and so on and so forth. Eric, What do you make of what's transpired in the last 48 hours?
0: Well, you know, it's interesting. I think the most important feature of uh, yesterday's events was that we have quarter end today for the financial institutions. And uh, let's just focus for a second on palladium. There were um, about uh, 2.5 million ounces of uh, palladium that they were short. Uh, they'd lost a lot of money on that. All of a sudden, Palladium's down 200 bucks. Somebody's better off by 500 million, 500 million for quarter end. Oh, how wonderful. Yeah. Gee, we made it to the quarter and we didn't lose that 500 million. Yeah. Let's, let's book that right now. So I think quarter end had a lot to do with this. Uh, and I think it was, it might've more been around Palladium than it was around anything else, quite frankly. Because that's where the biggest change in dollars happened. Although silver was was pretty good too, right? I mean, we lost you know, a good solid uh, 50 cents in silver here. Uh, and I guess what's the short position on silver? Are we talking uh, 500 million ounces or something? Yeah, at least. So that's not insignificant either. That's another 250 million that we uh, get to extend and pretend. Uh, so I think it's, and it's awful that it happened. You know, the guys just beat up in the COMEX and the paper and, you know, of the notices that, uh, you know, you got to put up uh, more margin on your palladium, for example. And, uh, of course, the guy doesn't have the margin and away we go. And the route begins. So, uh, it's, on, it's it's fortunate that today so far I uh, see gold up eight bucks. I don't know specifically why it's up eight. It might be because he... Uh, the personal income number was uh was weak yep. in January, which would indicate uh more likelihood of FedEase. I mean there's nothing has changed in the narrative, okay? There's nothing. I mean the whole the Fed one eighty thing was still well in play. And here we are, the Fed's gone one eighty, we got a lower gold price now. Which is very, very hard to believe. But you know what, it's Comex. It's a bit of a joke. Uh we'll all find out later what the real supply demand situation is. And of course, on that front, I think things look great. And of course, the reason to own it looks great. Uh, The reason to not want to own government papers look great, uh, even though government papers well in demand. Um, I think that the banks, because their margins get compressed with these uh, low interest rates, have to make money somewhere else. So they make it in the bond market, the stock market, the commodity market and, you know, who can we? Uh, which customer are we going to squeeze this day? And uh, unfortunately for us, it was the precious metal customer here at the end of this week.
1: That's exactly right, uh, and I, I think you absolutely nailed it. If you're going to mark all those positions here at the end of the quarter, and you're short, uh, you can make things look a lot better if you get prices down before the quarter ends. And as we discussed, the uh, the rolling over. You know, if you're short say 7,000 April contracts and you want to establish that same position in June, one of the things you can do because you're a bank and the CFTC lets you get away with it is to put that 7,000 contract short on in June out of the blue at say 940 in the morning back on Wednesday. Let price get smashed. Let the speculators then take over and liquidate. And then all of a sudden you, then you can cover your seven thousand Aprils, maybe, and save yourself twenty bucks. I mean, it's remarkable how it works, Eric, uh, and that nobody seems to be bothered by it. And 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 really, even to this day, it's still accepted as a legitimate way of determining the price of the physical metal. Isn't that just astonishing that, that people still it's fall awful. for this?
0: It's awful. In a, it's awful in a way to think of, you know. I mean, there's a lot of people employed in the mining business, and the mining business is shrinking all the whole time now, right? And of course, it's shrinking because the margins are getting tighter. Uh, the cost of doing business is inflating dramatically. It probably goes up five to seven percent every year. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 very difficult to have sustained a, a mining business with the, uh, the price going from nineteen hundred down to uh, thirteen hundred and costs going up all the time. That's why most companies report losses. Right and uh, one of the things that I find interesting, I see companies reporting ASICs, you know, all in sustaining costs, and all in sustaining costs is whatever, six or seven or eight hundred bucks. And then when you get to the earnings statement, the, uh, the standard, the accounting principles accepted, uh, earnings statement, and there's a loss, you know? They all, they seem to report losses, and, and, and I've become a, a non believer in uh, in all in sustaining costs because there's lots of costs that, that aren't included in that of course the biggest one is depreciation which is really the the charge you gotta take for the, the capital you've invested in these projects which you have to repay. Right. And depreciation in a sense is, is part of that. So it is a legitimate charge even though it's a a non cash charge. But you know, that's just your capital. Uh, being returned, and if you you didn't return your capital, which a lot of these big mining projects don't return the capital, you end up having to report a loss. So, um, it, it's been a tough time for the mining companies and their employees. And and uh, I was going to say the management, maybe not so much the management's right <laughs> because they seem to have done okay. Yeah, in the midst of uh, not not producing very good results.
1: Is there, before we get to some of the mining shares, uh, what else did you see this week, Eric, that caught your eye that you think is significant?
0: Well, of course, the Mueller report coming up was significant, okay, because there's such a bifurcation in the United States over Trump. And to think that uh, there was no basis for some charge against Trump after whatever it is, two or three years. And of course, the incessant media focusing on this thing i mean i I could hardly believe i had to listen to it every day i said don't listen to it every day but i have a family member who listens to it every day uh, who might happen to uh, disagree with (laughs) but i mean that was just i think it was such a a phony trumped up charge that uh, they're trying to the democrats were trying to find a way to explain the loss of the election and it was staring them right in the face hillary clinton and they couldn't accept it so i think that uh report coming out is probably going to change a little bit of the uh, the, the narrative going forward here because they have to kind of dump that thing uh i think the other thing that you got a question here is this whole china trade deal i mean how many times have we we've been told we're close to a deal we're close to a deal you know it's gone on for a while now and i'm hearing signs that oh we're not close for a deal oh by the way we have time here we don't have to do this thing quickly so i don't I'm a bit of a skeptic on this trade deal. That's going to be a tough thing to hammer out. Yeah, I mean you're dealing with these communist Chinese, who kind of been eating your lunch, and uh, you want them to roll over and play dead. Well, I'm not so sure that that's going to be an easy thing to pull off. Even though they have all the right intentions, but I don't think it's going to be easy, particularly when you start dealing with you know intellectual property things like that. Oh my God! Imagine even trying to write the document that could get scary. So uh, that keeps being pushed out. And really, the market hasn't done much this week. Um, who knows if people lose confidence in, well, we saw the personal income numbers, which were disappointing, or spending numbers, which were disappointing. Um, there's lot, housing was weak. Uh, we're going to get the auto sales here, I guess, on Monday or Tuesday. It'll be interesting to see what those do, but I don't think they're they're going to be impressive. So the economy seems to just keep slowing down here. That's why we had the Fed 180. And um, that's really all there is to say in the matter. Yeah.
1: Well, let's turn to the shares then because there was uh, news on a whole bunch of uh, individual companies that you and I have discussed from time to time over the last, uh, you know, however many months uh, that we've been doing this years, I guess. Uh, Anyway, anything you'd like to add on on some, some of the stuff you've seen this week?
0: Well, I'm not sure that there was anything reading significant to talk about this week. Maybe you noticed something, but I certainly didn't notice anything. <laughs> okay, okay, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> okay. Well let's deal with the uh the decision by the chairman of uh Kirkland Lake myself not to stand for re-election. Yeah that guy. Um, that guy who happened to be seventy-four years old would be in his seventy-fifth year as this was unfolding. And who's not much of a, uh, an administrative type guy anyway, um, and you know these things take a lot of time. These board meetings, and particularly when you're chairman, you got to read every, every document, and the Ts and dot the eyes and all that stuff. Yep. And anyway, I I think I'd had enough of a uh, uh, board life. I I think we accomplished at Kirkland what we needed to a- accomplish, and, was, and still will accomplish a lot more. I'm a very major shareholder. I'm not the largest shareholder other than the ETF. I still hope to have uh, some input there. Uh, I spent a lot of time, as you know, studying the gold market, and uh, the the CEO, Tony McCruch, and myself will certainly be staying in touch on uh, what things are going on that look interesting. And uh, I think it was almost better for me to be um, separated from the company because I'm in a way, a bit of a competitor to Kirkland because I'm out look, looking for things just as they are. Uh, being an individual, I can actually react faster than a, than a company can. Mm-hmm. Um, although, as I pointed out to the, the company, the one beauty of being the company, you know, you can go in and sign a CA and get all the inside information and then act. Well, you know what? I can't. Yeah. I don't get the inside information. <laughs> I'd be sent to jail. Anyway uh we'll have a harmonious uh, relationship between us the company should have a very good quarter uh, of course they're going to have a great year everything's in place I, I guess the one thing we haven't quite accomplished yet is to find that second swan zone down in uh, fosterville uh but that is a great ore body uh, I, I've, and i do hope that the price of gold gives us a, a big break this year uh, which would be great for lots of things that the company's involved with because even we have some marginal operations that we may bring back into production with the right price of gold. So, anyway, that's uh, my comments on Kirkland. Uh, we had a drilling release from AMX Exploration. It was good. Uh, we need it, it, was a step out hole. We need more to really suggest that uh, we'll have a commercial mine there. Uh, RnX reported their annual results and their MD&A was out. Um, I didn't. Uh, oh, and they announced that they want to make a takeover of a of a milling operation in Australia. Hmm. Uh, I found that disappointing myself because that means they got to spend 50 million in cash and stock to buy that mill. When quite frankly, we're not even sure they have a mine. So I would not have done that. Uh, Maybe they are. The stocks. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, obviously, they should have confidence in your body, but there's not enough information out there for all, for us to have the amount of confidence that they might have because yeah. it hasn't been well explained in my mind. So, we'll have to stand by in on that one. Uh, one more comment on a, a Wallbridge Mines. Uh, I was reflecting a lot on one news release, which I probably read about ten times. Uh, that's the one that came out on uh, March 22nd. And uh, I want to quote uh, from this. And and because they had um, a a core that was 275 meters, I'll just just quote because I want you to learn to read these news releases. And it said, The visible gold-bearing shear zones and other abundant mineralized veins over an approximately 275-meter core length in FA 1905 to increase our confidence in the potential of this discovery. Well, we we had six visible gold showings and a number of abundant mineralized veins over 275 meters. I'm thinking, oh my God, that is a very, very, very wide intersection. That's not a long strike. That's a long, that's a width thing. So this could evolve into something quite significant. But no one can say that yet because it's very preliminary, but well, if, uh, if they ever had a duplicate hole like that uh, 50 or 100 meters away, it would really set this company up for exciting things. So uh, a good one to stay uh, mindful of. Well,
1: wow, that's a lot of information for an old retired guy. Do you just kind of keep all that stuff piled up next to your rocking chair?
0: <laughs> well, i got people helping me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, believe me, I get touted on all the stocks out there, okay? so, And it, I, I kind of enjoy it. There's, but there's only so many winners every year, uh, because, you know, we don't create that many new minds as you know, Right. but, uh, when they do find them, you kind of want to be a little bit ahead of the curve.
1: Well, now that you have a little more time on your hands, um, I look forward to having you be my research guy because, uh, that's, that's great information. And, and clearly I, I want just one of the reasons why people should listen to these weekly wrap ups every week, because, uh. You get it straight from one of the, the biggest names and smartest guys in the business. Uh, one last reminder. Again, it's uh, March the 29th. That means you've got a little over two weeks if you're an American citizen to get your taxes done. You need that last deduction. And I think everybody needs as many deductions as they can get. Look into opening an IRA account. Fund it with SPROT Money. And of course, you can add and own physical precious metal in your IRA. Just call us at 888-861-0775 for more details. Eric, the quarter's over. Let's start quarter two, and uh, we'll see where we head as we get deeper on into two thousand nineteen.
0: Well, let's hope that we can get some kind of recovery going here with uh, after the decline that we had uh, yesterday. I'm I'm pretty convinced that everything's together, uh, so we'll all stand by and. Uh, Let's hope we have a good close here today.
1: Let's do it. Have a great weekend, my friend. Okay. Thanks, Ray. And from all of us at Sprott Money News and com. thank you for listening.
0: We'll talk to you again next week.